0: AM 1170. The answer, San Diego.
1: The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.
2: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. More dynamite!
3: Good evening. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. We are coming at y'all from the AM 1170 studios. No, we're not the Def Jam studios, just because we're playing a little hip hop from the '90s. Anyway, glad to have you all here with me. Lots of different ways for you to be a part of the show, and I just am happy that you're a part of it, however you choose. You can uh, keep the conversation rolling on Facebook Live, on Twitter, which is at Andrea K. Show, on Instagram. And you can also call in and say hi and share what is ever on your mind. The number is 888-344-1170. The number is 888-344-1170. I am your hostess full of dynamite and donuts and conservatism. I am American by birth and Cajun and Southern by the grace of God, baby. And that's how I roll. Um, Speaking of rolling, I'm going to ask a question that I'm not supposed to ask today. And that's exactly why I'm going to ask it. Because because we're not supposed to ask it. We have rolling along towards the state capitol in Florida. We have buses full of high school kids that are going to the state capitol. They might have already arrived. In order to affect legislation in this country to make demands if you will now i am looking at these high school kids and and i you know back when i was in high school even regardless of any tragedies that that befell my school i was expected to still be in school or at least be home studying um but they have been traumatized they have been victims and i'm looking at this today and their uh, assault on our airwaves their, uh, their bus trip to the state legislator. And I started thinking to myself, at what point, at what point do you stop feeling overwhelming sympathy for somebody who's a victim or is, who suffered a loss and start feeling resentful that those same people who've suffered a loss somehow feel entitled to use that loss as a way to make demands that somehow take away something from somebody else, i.e., in this case, civil rights. And I know I'm not supposed to ask that question. And that's exactly why the media has put them front and center. That's exactly why organizations have put them on buses and paid to take them to the state legislator. Paid to take them, I guess, they're probably on their way to Washington, D.C. next. It's exactly why they're doing that. Because we're not supposed to ask that question. They're supposed to have the shield of victimhood to protect them so that they're able to make whatever demands that they want to make on us. And we're not supposed to say a word. Otherwise, something's wrong with us. And it occurred to me today that this is the next set of dreamers. This isn't the first time that we've had a perimeter invaded by young people. And the response to us, an invasion of young people that, due to that invasion, where somehow demands were made on our society. And through those demands, civil rights from American taxpaying citizens were under threat of being denied. And that's how the left... Has been successful in making inroads in our culture and in making inroads and in dragging us to the left and making inroads in, in death by a thousand cuts by removing our individual liberties. I know I'm not supposed to ask this question. I know I'm going to get all kinds of hate mail. I've already, I actually posed the question earlier on Facebook and already started getting messages. But you know what? I'm going to pose this question in part for those kids because let me tell you, those kids were right that they were failed. They were failed by. A government system that involved the law enforcement agencies, that involved social services, that involved their own school district. We're supposed to listen to the children, they say. Well, you know what? Why should I listen to the children? Because these are the children. What are these children asking for and demanding? They're asking for greater government systems to, to double down on the very systems that failed them. So why should I listen to children who obviously have no idea of what they're talking about or what's in their best interest. And children aren't supposed to know what's in their best interest. They're supposed to have adults protecting them. And in this case, the adults failed them. The adults failed them in the lead-up to the shooting, and the adults are failing them now. There's lots of different ways. And before I get into into that, let me let me ask this. One of the reasons why I don't want to listen to these children is not only are they demanding more government services, but... Here's what I'm not hearing from these children. I'm not hearing any of these children say anything at all about the shooter. I haven't heard one child come forth and say that blankety blank who we were nice to or who whatever came in and did this to us. I haven't heard anybody blame the shooter. I haven't heard any of these kids blame the FBI. I haven't heard them blame anybody but President Trump and guns. So it's what they're not saying plus what they are saying tells me, no, I'm not going to listen to any children. And on top of it, I do resent people feeling as though that they, that some, how some suffering in their life entitles them to some kind of special status, making them more important than me or any other taxpayer citizen. There've, there's a variety of ways in which I could be victimized in society today. Would that somehow then give me some kind of special superiority to where my opinion on laws suddenly somehow supersedes other American citizens, and even worse, that it would somehow supersede the United States Constitution. We didn't have people en masse going to Washington, D.C., or the New York State legislator when a, when a man, uh, Islamic terrorist, mowed down citizens on a sidewalk to, demanding that the automobile industry do something about this. We all know that, the, that this is absurd. And I'm disappointed. I got to say it. I'm disappointed to hear Uh, President Trump, his tone initially was right on. I love the speech that he gave right after it happened. I thought he did a really good job of being the comforter in chief. I thought he did a good job of not getting sucked in to the emotions that are being used to manipulate us to further erode our constitutionally protected rights. And now he is a man of great heart. He's looking at the – he went and visited these family members and these people who have been victimized. I get it. He's hurting for them. We all are. But we have – we can't let emotions – we can't be like those children who are letting emotions control what we do as a society. So I was disappointed to hear that President Trump talked about today through Sarah Sanders and the word is – that he's looking at, at bump stock, the ban of bump stocks, as well as raising the age requirement to buy AR-15s. There was no bump stocks involved in the shooting. Not to mention the fact that I think it was the um, Virginia Tech, that was with two handguns. And I have not heard President Trump, I haven't heard President Trump mention all the cultural issues. And things surrounding this here. If people want to, I don't have any desire to go out and get bump stocks. Do raise the age limit to or 15 We already have background checks. You know, we already have some infringements. So what I'm saying isn't because I, I necessarily am all hysterical that we might be going down the road of banning bump stocks. But it's not going to solve anything. And President Trump himself came out and said, we... It, We don't need to do something just for the sake of doing something if it's not going to solve a problem. There has not been one gun law or piece of gun control legislation that's made anybody's lives any safer. So even by banning bump stocks that most people would say are, are, you know, who cares, ban bump stocks, it's not going to solve anything. It's a feel-good measure. And worse, it continues to send the message that government somehow is a solution. And, oh, by the way, expanded background checks was something else that President Trump supposedly is open to. Wasn't the FBI in charge of the background checks of this man? 37 times between law enforcement and social services that went to visit this man's house, background checks were done and failed. These are the same people that went and checked the background of Omar Mateen and said he was safe. These are the same people that checked the background of the fiancé coming in uh, to San Bernardino. Who then got weapons from a neighbor and went and murdered a bunch of people at a Christmas party. Same intelligence, uh, same law enforcement agency that checked the background there. This is the same agency that checked the background of the Sarnayev brothers after Russia told them that they were on a terrorist watch list. Russia's terrorist watch list and they had been to terrorist training camps. So I'm disappointed not because of bump stocks, not because, not because of any uh, expansion and background checks. We already have all that. But we've got to start pushing back against the expansion of government into our lives. And we also, especially, we need to start taking a look at the cultural issues. I'm going to post a video that I saw that uh, a listener posted, uh, tweeted to me from CBN. And it was an interview with a Dr. Peter Bregan. And he's written a book called Guilt, Shame, and Anxiety. And this was the best interview that I have seen out there on the subject. He was asked, what should we do? I have been asking now for how long since this happened to get to the cultural issues. Why do we have an increase, an epidemic, if you will, of mass shootings? And if you say it's because of mental illness, tell me why. This man answers the question of why and what we need to do. He said, take the psychiatry, because everybody's talking about mental health and that we we need psychiatry. He says, take psychiatry out of children's lives and get parents in. He says, too many parents don't believe they're responsible for their children anymore because the government's made everybody feel that the government's responsible for the children. He said, we need to strengthen the family because we've uh, denigrated the family, he said, and this is really critical, he says schools need to be a place that teach discipline and morality. We don't do that anymore. He says that schools need to be present in individual lives, even if they're not the top athletes, so that they don't fall through the cracks. And then if they fall through the cracks, don't send them off to some doctor who's going to prescribe these medications to them that are only going to exacerbate the situation. See, we've got schools that push to take God out, push to take any values out. They've created this situation with these kids and parents that have, that have handed over their kids to these schools. And then when the kids go bad, they just put them on medication that it only makes it worse. He says, quote, and he goes on to say, we are abusing our children by not taking charge of what they do with their time and what they watch. He says they're not a part of communities anymore. And that includes churches. He said There's, there is a culture that has been developed of alienation and shame. And that's a huge issue of what's behind this. So we're going to take a break. Oh, and by the way, before we do, I've got to follow up. The reason why I'm going to continue to push this Somebody said to me on Facebook earlier when I asked about, I asked for you guys, I said, let's make a list of all the things that we can do to deal with the cultural issues behind it. And somebody came at me and basically got ugly and said that this was all just about us trying to make ourselves feel better with all these ideas. There's nothing we could do but provide security at schools. Let me make sure you guys are clear on something. I, I know we need to take a break, DJ Carrot Sticks. But I'm not saying that addressing the cultural issues means that, Andrea Kaye doesn't want increased securities security at the schools. That should be a given. We protect our politicians. We protect the White House. We protect our halls of Congress. We protect celebrities. We protect all kinds of of institutions in this country. We do it with walls, and we do it with armed security. We just don't do it with our children. So I am not saying here by addressing the cultural issues that I'm not wanting security at the schools. We're going to take a break. Before we do, I forgot to introduce my partner, my buddy, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to James Herson. Was the Russian indictments just a decoy? And if so, for what? Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K.
5: Spelled K A Y E.
7: Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give
3: them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment? Can I give
7: that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170 The Answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall.
8: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're neither to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego-area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. Or Google My Hearing Centers for more information
2: am 1170 the answer
4: you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170
3: the answer welcome back to the andrea k show during the break i asked my buddy dj carrot sticks if he wanted me to reintroduce him so that he could do his sound effects he got ripped off tonight so he says, no, he's being all shy and like humble there's tonight. more
1: pressing subjects matters
3: yes, there are there are definitely more pressing matters and helping helping us all break it down and understand it. Nothing's more pressing than hearing that a Hollywood actress is going to save us all and save America. So we definitely want to get to that story, but before we do, we got to find out it, it, my next guest says that the Russian indictments were really a decoy. And that's an interesting word, one we don't hear very often anymore, but it's very intriguing in the world of espionage. Joining me now to help us understand the answer to the question, were the Russian indictments a decoy? And if so, for what? It is James Herson. Hey, James, welcome back to The Andrea K Show.
9: Hey, good to be with you, Andrea. How are you? I'm
3: good, thanks. Hey, before Hmm. we even get into the uh, latest on the uh, Russian uh, Mueller investigation and all of that, um, I don't know if you heard my open at all, but... I'm starting to feel like a lot of Americans a little resentful towards the, um, I posed the question at the top of the show. At what point do you start feeling less sympathy towards a victim or someone who suffered a loss when they start feeling that it makes them entitled to deny you your civil rights?
9: Oh, very good question. Very good question. Well, look, these, these young people that um, are lying down on the street and coming out and making statements uh, on TV, unfortunately, are tools. And they're tools of people whose goal it has been for decades to take away your constitutional rights. And they see an opening and they go in. And that's because they use a book that was dedicated to Lucifer, written by Saul Alinsky. And that's the way they operate. It's all scheming and it's all strategy. And it's not necessarily what is empirically good for America, for our neighborhoods, or our safety. They just see an opportunity. It's kind of like what um, Rahm Emanuel said never let a crisis go to waste. And so they're using these young people. And, you know, we now know some of the money's coming from Hollywood because. Mm-hmm. George Clooney's donated half a million dollars. The Katzenbergs have donated another half a million dollars to help finance, I assume, the transportation, the scripting, the PR people that are booking these kids. And um, mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't, I really hope that it doesn't work because, you know, I proposed on one of my social media accounts, we have roughly 400,000 unemployed combat veterans in the United States, all of whom have been trained in uh, firearms mm-hmm. and could be trained to become a kind of new profession of a, mm-hmm. a respected school security pr- professional. And I'd like to see us have uh, security professionals in the schools. I mean, we, we mobilized the TSA, as lame as it is. We have right. mobilized them after 9-11, Um, The cause of this, of course, is a complicated, long conversation that has to do with our culture, our values, our families, prescription drugs, mental health. And the last on the list is what the left uh, focuses on, which is firearms, which I'm from the city of Chicago, Mm -hmm. and I know how, uh, you know, how gun control has worked so so pitifully right in that city, which has the highest murder rate, I think now uh, in the world. Right. And and Uh, so, and by the way, if you want to buy a gun on the black market on the streets of Chicago, it happens almost instantaneously. mm -hmm. So, you know, so the, 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 those, we all know about how well, uh, drug control has worked. We know, uh, you know th- this type of legislation doesn't work.
3: No, it doesn't. And and, and, and in fact, you know, uh, today I had several people come at me. You know, and say, "Oh, we need an assault weapons ban." Well, hello, there was one in place during Columbine. There, it, it's but you can't, yeah, you exactly. can't do, de- you can't deal with facts with these people. And and they no. and, and they, it, it's all about emotions. And they typically affect are very effective in using emotions against us. The last time that a group of children were used. To prey upon our emotions, to expand uh, at the open border, the the push for an open border society was when we had all the accompanied, uh, unaccompanied minors on our borders on the south. And you, know,
9: you, know, you talk about facts. You know the assault rifle language; those words are made up. Yes, by the left. There is no such thing. AR does not stand for assault rifle. An AR-15, it stands for the manufacturer, uh, Alkalite, I believe it's named. And Armalite, sorry. And and the fact is, uh, uh, real assault rifles, which were fully automatic, were banned in 1968, are totally illegal. And the only people who ever use them on the streets are gangs.
3: right. And, they, and, yeah. they
9: get them anyway
3: yeah I, you know I'm glad you brought up Clooney and I think Oprah also donated $500,000 you know what they could they, how many schools could they fund with armed people that would actually do something to protect kids and, and and then it also struck me as what crumbs I mean Oprah probably has more than that hidden in her sofa cushions in her house okay <laughs> I mean it's just such it's always pandering it, it, for power and for attention with these people it's gross um, I want to shift gears and get into uh the russian situation if we can and if you're just tuning in by the way i'm talking to james Hurson, and you said something interesting that prompted me to want to have you on the show tonight because you said that the russian indictments from rosenstein was a decoy and uh, explain
9: well first of all we we have to understand that the indictments legally are meaningless they have no legal meaning whatsoever The 13 individuals who were indicted will never see the inside of a courtroom, will never take the stand, will never contest the charges, they'll never go to trial. That's because they're Russian citizens, and and Russia doesn't extradite. And Mueller knows that. Mm -hmm. So, and the charges that he has come up with, um, the description of what they did. Um, despite, of course, the rantings of people on CNN and MSNBC, uh, he had to, in the guise of Rod Rosenstein, announce that there was nothing in the allegations that indicated that the outcome of the election was changed. Well, you take most of this was advertising, and the majority of it was Facebook advertising, and according to the executives of Facebook, it took place after the election. The vast majority of ad buys. The total amount of the ad buys on Facebook were $100,000. That's $100,000 in a multi-billion dollar election campaign. <laughs> it's, it's laughable. That's, it's like a single grain of sand um, on, on the entire South Coast Beach. No. I, it's, it is. It's it's laughable. It has no, but why did he do it? Yes. Why would he have a meaningless indictment? Well, there's actually three reasons. The first is. His entire investigation, meaning Mueller, is crumbling. Um, There is a new judge on the Michael Flynn case who has chastised the special prosecutor and ordered him to give exculpatory evidence to Michael Flynn. And even if the special prosecutor's office thinks it's classified or immaterial, they have to give it to this new judge. And... We can see, I think, the tea leaves. Michael Flynn's uh, plea is going to be set aside. I think it's very likely that that whole case unravels. And that was breaking toward the end of last week, along with the absolutely embarrassing, horrible story of how the FBI bungled this case with the Florida shooter. And right. I mean, I, I feel really bad for Christopher Ray. I think governor Scott was right to tell him to resign. Well,
3: hang on just a second. Not- I want I want to stop you because I, 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 I want to make sure that people really understand what's going on with Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn, Pled guilty. And in pleading guilty, that gave so much validity to the left to continue to push that there was actual an, an actual basis for this investigation, that crimes were actually committed by the Trump campaign. Now we've got a judge who, not on the basis of any application, nobody asked for this. On his own, he said, bring me the exculpatory evidence. Now, Judge Napolitano, exculpatory evidence for those who don't know means something that shows that you didn't do it. So for a judge to do that on his own, he's smelling something hinky going on here. And Judge Napolitano says that he it, it could, I don't know if it's because with the Nunes memo coming out and the fake dossier and the FISA lies to the FISA court. If if that's what it is, or if it's the fact that Mueller's investigative team involves Andrew Weissman, as Sidney Powell, who wrote the book License to Lie, she's documented well about Andrew Weissman's history and how he always withholds exculpatory evidence in order to get convictions. I'm not sure why, but you never, ha- it is unheard of for a judge to, on his own, ask for this. And, and Napolitano says that it means that he suspects there's a quote defect in the guilty plea, meaning that he pled guilty even though he wasn't. Why would anybody plead guilty if they don't know, if they know they didn't do anything wrong?
9: Exactly. And we know that the person who he allegedly lied to, the person who General Flynn allegedly lied to, is Peter Strzok at the center of the cabal. And and the judge, I'm sure, knows a lot more than we are seeing in the public. But look, if if we look at back up and kind of look at how this relates to the central story that the left-wing media has been pushing, you note that in the 37 pages of this Russian indictment, something really important is missing, totally. Rod Rosenstein didn't talk about it. They don't talk about it on CNN or MSNBC. And it is... Hacking. There is no hacking. Right. The DNC, the central part of the collusion theory was that the DNC was hacked by Russians who gave the material to WikiLeaks, who in turn released it to the public, and it was all part of a conspiracy where the Trump campaign was asking Putin to engineer the whole thing. Right. Well, there is a very strong indication, if you look at reporting, that that DNC server was never
3: hacked. Exactly. There, there
9: was uh, D-H-I-S-H, phishing, spear phishing, that the idiots there weren't properly trained and they fell for ph- phishing and invited people into the computers.
3: Or it, so it could can't. be, or it could be, and i got to say this, then i got to take a break and ask if you can hold over through the break, James Herson. Or it could sure. be that Seth Rich... Who was murdered on the streets in D.C. and we never got any solid answers. It was clearly not a robbery. Uh, many people suspected that he was the one who gave the information uh, to WikiLeaks and that he knew about what was going on with Hillary Clinton. And uh, hijacking the DNC and stealing the primary away from Bernie Sanders. We still never got any answers on that. So we got to take we a break. We never got answers. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to continue this conversation with James, James Herson. There's even more update. What's Nunez doing? Nunez is on the move again. So we're going to talk to James Herson about that as well as what Hollywood actress thinks that she's going to take a year off of acting to save America. We'll talk about that and more. Andrea K. Show coming up.
4: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea
5: Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan,
10: Hi, Larry Elda here. For my loyal listeners who are thinking about selling your home, do your homework and list with confidence by calling my good friend and trusted military veteran realtor, John Reeves of Reeve Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means John can do much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. How does John do that? John already has 4,000 ready buyers in his exclusive database looking to buy right now. His proprietary systems help net his sellers nearly 3% more, which equals more money in your pocket. And if your home doesn't sell, he'll buy it at a price acceptable to you, Guaranteed in writing you can have confidence working with the best realtor the one I trust to sell my home John Reeves at Reeve point real estate Call 858 800 home That's 858 800 home 858 800 home. That's 858 800-4663 Warning
0: if you're drowning in debt You can't afford do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-965-5269. That's
2: 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. Man, if your get-up-and-go isn't what it used to be, you may be suffering from low T. This is Michael Horn from What's Cooking Today. Low T hits 40% of men over 45, but many are fighting this battle and winning with the help of Total T Clinic. If you're struggling with weight gain, fatigue, reduced quality of life or intimate relations, Total T Clinic's medically supervised and personalized therapy could help you. I know. I visited Total T Clinic and got my free consultation and blood test. In 30 minutes, you get the results. And if treatments are needed, you can start the same day. If you have symptoms, just get tested like I did, because knowledge is power. There's no pressure. They will educate you. Why wouldn't you want to know? Call Total T Clinic to schedule your free consultation and blood test today. Turn back the clock and start loving life again. Call 858-550-0900. That's 858-550-0900. Total T Clinic. 858-550-0900. KM 1170. The Answer.
4: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM
2: 1170,
4: The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We are rolling along. We're in the second half of the show, but that's okay because we got more to go. And still with me is James Herson. And we've been talking about the uh, Russian investigation and why Rosenstein came out last Friday. Clearly to divert. And you know what, James, that we haven't heard from since? The Democrat memo that was supposed to counter the Nunes memo, right? That was supposed to,
9: yeah. Right.
3: That was supposed to just prove to everybody what a pack of lies it was in the Nunes memo that Hillary Clinton purchased the ability to spy on her opponent by buying lies from a foreign agent that the FBI then used and went and lied to a FISA court uh, to uh, get a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign.
9: Of course, we've heard from the author of the Democrat memo, and that's Adam Schiff. And Adam Schiff, all of a sudden, is um, making noises about Obama's accountability, President Obama's accountability. Um, because in the indictment, it talks about organized activities going back to 2014. That shift by Schiff. I think is very, very mm-hmm. significant. And I think he knows more than he's saying, mm-hmm. um, particularly about this issue of the collusion and the hacking and how the entire framework uh, of this investigation is basically crumbling. Right. And I think that's why he, he, he's shifting. You know, one, we were talking about that um, alleged hacking in the server. And one thing to note is that the Democrats refused to turn over that server to the FBI.
7: Well, why
3: did the, so the FBI the, let him get away with it? How, you know, Mr. Mister Comey didn't, is it, uh, they're not letting anybody get away with anything. They even filed an indictment today against some dopey London lawyer over there. Who, and why? Because I guess supposedly he deleted emails. But yet, meanwhile, you know, Hillary Clinton wasn't even forced to answer questions under oath. You know, uh, no, the, I mean, so the it FBI. Sounds
9: like Saturday, it sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. I mean, to actually indict someone for deleting emails. I wonder how many emails he deleted. And I bet he didn't use bleach bit. Mm -hmm. And I bet he didn't use hammers to bash his uh, iPhones and devices uh, like Hillary Clinton did. I mean, it's just amazing. See, I mean, we really back up and look at this thing. um, This is a whole group of people who absolutely were confident that Hillary was going to win. Yes. And that all of the scandalous behavior, um, the dirty, dicey dossier paying for it by Hillary and the DNC, um, Christopher Steele actually leaking to the press. All of this stuff was going to be covered up and go away because Hillary was going to win, according to them. When, as soon as Trump won, they went into action. And I believe their primary motivation is not hatred of Trump but love of self. They're trying to cover up, including Mueller himself, who was the head of the FBI when they conducted an investigation and found um, criminal behavior by Russians mm-hmm. that led to the sale of 20% of our uranium. Right. Now I, Mueller, let, let, it was on his watch.
3: Right. In fact, Mueller handed the sample over uh, to, to Russia. So he, before we run out of time, got to... Nunez has come out today and said, "It's funny you should talk about Schiff and." Uh, wanting Obama to be held accountable. We'll see about accountability for the Obama administration because Devin Nunes has come out and said he's want, he wants answers from the highest people in the Obama administration for what they knew about this dossier. And that includes uh, Clapper and Brennan and Comey and others who were specifically asked whether or not this dossier was used in any way to make any application for anything in our court system. And he never they never got a straight answer. So so we'll see if it, what happens here, He's he, I, I, tr- I believe Nunez when he says, I'm going to extend these questions, and if they don't answer them, I'm going to subpoena people and bring them before uh, Congress. Got to shift gears a little bit up the road from me here up into la-la land, because this can all be fixed in one way, James. It can all be fixed if Jennifer oh, Lawrence yeah. herself, if she decides, she says she's going to take a year off from acting. And, you know, and she's going to, quote, fix she's going to fix our democracy, James, which, by the way, yes. I think first things first, she needs to take a civics class and realize we're actually a republic. But you know what? She's claiming she's going to fix our democracy.
9: Yes, I know. Yeah. I mean, look, she's a, she's uh, great at pretending to be other people. And maybe, you know, she thinks because she was survived the Hunger Games that she could go into politics. Um, the real reason that she's doing this, though, is it's a group called Represent Us, represent U.S., which is another one of these liberal left wing kooky groups. Uh, part of what they're going to do is register voters to vote for Democrats. But lo and behold, on the board of directors of this group is a guy named Adam McKay, very influential screenwriter, Will Ferrell's writing partner, David O. Russell. The director, the auteur, the person that always was able to work with Jennifer Lawrence, I would say more than any other person in the world, David O. Russell is responsible for Jennifer Lawrence being a respected actress, getting Oscars and Oscar nominations. So he being on the board, I think he just told her to do it. Right. And for her, she's doing this big flourish about taking a year off. Well, she just finished of a, a movie project um the, it's the red sparrow or, yeah yeah so she's got that coming out so for she's going to promote it um but she's just going to uh, basically do like psa's and, all right so and, let me make sure i understand
3: here. here so basically she was wine stained, but in a different way it was instead of you know Come here and watch me take a shower, so you can continue to get good gigs. It was you're going to go and, and register young people and make a vote Democrat to get good gigs. Okay, um, I guess it's a better tactic than making a young actress watch you in the shower. But what cracked me up uh, uh, was that uh, you know her her platform here and what her campaign speeches. Uh, as she went, I'm I'm just anti-corruption and stuff. Um, I'm trying to (laughs) mainly be and stuff and stuff. Right. I mean, she sounds like a beauty pageant contestant. She goes on to say, I'm just I'm just trying to pass state by state laws, you know, to prevent corruption and fix our democracy. And I'm thinking, why doesn't she just add, you know, uh, put an end to world hunger and solve the Middle Eastern you know, process, uh, uh, crisis at the same time. I mean,
9: could and you... she could cure cancer. At the same there time. you and go. The one. Remember when we had the hurricanes in Texas and Florida, she said it was the, the revenge of mother nature.
0: Yeah.
9: Um, you know, she's look, basically she's not highly educated. She's obviously ill-informed. Do you recommend she has a civics class? I think so too. And basically she's used to reacting with emotions. Her profession is to cry on cue. And so everything is based on emotional appeals and trends and gutlessness. Because if you stand up in Hollywood and you go against their grain, you end up being a pariah. And you're not you're you're, it can harm your career. So she's not going to do that. So she's going to go along with the liberal line like most of them do.
3: Well, you know what? We'll see what happens. You would have thought that Hollywood, after the Weinstein revelations, would realize that their cachet, they're in, and after the, the abysmal ratings in the Grammys and in the Golden Globes, you would think that these people would catch a clue that their influence is pretty dang limited at this point. In fact, you know, speaking of her talking about Mother Nature, her movie Mother was the mother load of all bombs. James Herson, how can people find you and read your stuff?
9: Uh, I have a website james hirse h i r s e n dot com and I'm on Twitter and Facebook you just look under the same name James Herson and you'll find me there.
3: All right, thank you so much. all right. we're gonna take another break and we come back. It's Twitter Tuesday, the best or the worst of Twitter. and also um, we might be we might have a little race to the finish coverage here. stay tuned. We'll see who's 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 winning and who's losing might involve a former candidate. Stay tuned. The Andrea K Show coming back.
6: students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net.
11: Nestled in the heart of Rancho Santa Fe, just a few miles from the Pacific Ocean, and easily accessible from both the 5 and 15 freeways, Horizon Prep has been offering a private Christian education in the classical tradition for nearly two decades. Beginning with our award-winning preschool and continuing through our nationally recognized high school, Horizon Prep has recaptured the educational principles that have shaped Western civilization and produced some of the world's most influential thinkers. If you would like to come and see our beautiful 30-acre campus and experience how a Christ-centered classical education prepares students to perform at levels far exceeding national standards, plan to attend an upcoming admissions open house. Or schedule a tour today and discover for yourself what makes Horizon Prep the premier choice for private education in San Diego. Start your journey at horizonprep.org. That's horizonprep.org. Or by phone at 858-756-5599. 858 858-
4: I never want to do that to my wife. So I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me.
10: Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472.
7: Now's the time to call and enroll your student at a quality private school for half price. Call now, 844-800-5757. AM 1170 The Answer has lined up some of San Diego's finest private schools just for you. Call AM 1170 The Answer and get the 2018-19 school year preschool through high school for half price. This is such a blessing that will save your family a lot of money. So what are you waiting for? See the complete list of schools at am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app. Pick your school, then call it at 844-800-5757 to lock in your child or grandchild's enrollment for half price. Give your student the solid foundation they can only get from a quality private school. Call now and give them that education for half price. Don't wait. These schools are going fast. Call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. 2018-19 school year for half price. 844-800-5757.
0: AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
4: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM
3: 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. It's like our feel-good segment, Feel Good Tuesday. We have a couple feel-good stories for you today. Oh, I love this story. This is... uh, Nancy Pelosi goes to a town hall meeting to talk about the evils that are the Trump tax plan. She even quoted... Martin Luther King Jr. talking about basically how just evil it is. The wealthy of society, the haves and the have-nots, and somebody shouts out from the audience, Hey, Nancy, how much you worth? <sighs> Y'all need to go. I'm going to post the video on my Facebook. You got to see the look on her face. You know what? These, the, the Democrats are used to being called out. For the hypocrisy, for the double standards, for the lies. They've been found out. The jig is up, Nancy. Everybody, you out there talking about crumbs and acting like the Dems, acting like they're the party for the little people and the party for the minorities. She's worth like, what, $105 million or something? You should have seen the look. She was like, no, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm a grandmother of five. Like, that's got something to do with it.
1: The most surprising thing about that story is that she can still show expression on her face.
3: I guess that's another part of the feel good story. She got some good Botox there. Whoever did her work was a, made it possible for her to still show some expressions. Uh it's Twitter Tuesday and some feel good tweets today at a Donald J. Trump. You know what? Back when he first took office, people were even conservatives were telling me how upset they were. He needed to back off, step away from the tweets. Nuh-uh. This man knows how to work the media, he knows how to send a message. I am loving it. What did he do today? Oh my gosh! If y'all didn't see it, uh, he actually put out quite a few tweet, uh, tweets. Treats, tweet, <laughs> tweets. His tweets were tr- treats. Um, but what he did today was: When have you ever had a sitting president bust the chops of a former sitting president? He tweets out today, quoting Obama, because ever since the Russian indictments, the narrative shifted because they know that there's no evidence of collusion. So now it's shifted to where, oh my gosh, Trump never, he never acknowledged, he never admitted the Russian meddling that was going on. So then uh, Trump tweets out today, quote, there is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. There's no evidence that has happened in the past or that it will happen this time. And so I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and make his case to get votes. Boom. I think that's all you need to know today from that. So, thank you, President Trump, uh, for uh, continuing to tweet. Another one that I saw. My computer's not really cooperating here, um, but Bill Kristol. Y'all remember Bill Kristol? He used to be respected as a conservative, the Weekly Standard, till he went like ridiculous, crazy anti-never Trumper. So then he tweets out today against Dinesh D'Souza, saying Dinesh D'Souza, you know, he's 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 about as he's. Uh, almost as bad, or he's even worse than Macron-Le Pen as a guest speaker at CPAC. He tweeted that out, and then somebody tweeted back at him, Oh, that's okay, Crystal. You know, as close as you're going to get to CPAC is standing outside and handing out brochures to your cruises. But uh, The best and the worst of Twitter today. Um, speaking of the best and the worst... Twitter wars and a war of words, I guess, President Trump. Let me know if you guys think that he did the right thing. He backed Mitt Romney and Romney's run for the Senate. President Trump continues to show that when he fights with somebody, when he gets into a battle, it's it's about winning. You know, I mean, he's got a good heart. It's not because he's coming from a place of being mean and nasty. You know who was mean and nasty was Romney. When Romney came out during the primaries, injecting himself into there, trying to overturn the will of the people, trying to get keep President Trump from winning the nomination, and now— After that, what did President Trump do? Invited Romney in, let him have a chance as Secretary of State. Of course, he didn't get the gig. Now he's carpetbagging himself out to Utah trying to get a Senate job. And you know what? President Trump showed what a class act he is, and he's backed him for the uh, the Senate race. So uh, ultimately, who won there? Who won in the Battle of Words during the primary? And who's winning now? President Trump. Now, speaking of winners and losers... Uh, the Olympics is happening right now, and you had a feel-good story involving the Olympics you wanted to share, didn't you, DJ Carrot Sticks?
1: Uh, real quick here, just have a minute or so left. There was a lady who uh, competed for Hungary. She's, uh, she's uh, from California, but she does has Hungary, uh, Hungarian descent, and she qualified for this freestyle half-pipe ski event.
3: If you could call what she did skiing.
1: But basically, she just went down the p- the pipe. She, <laughs> she she went up the sides, but she did no tricks.
3: She got to compete in the Olympics.
1: Got to compete. She found a little, it's not really a loophole, but she looked up events that had less than 30 people competing because it <laughs> said to to go to the Olympics, you have to place 30 or above in six events throughout the year.
3: And she did. She did. You know what? I think that's absolute genius. How many of us grew up? The Olympics right now, the ratings are down. People aren't really into it because it's been so politicized. But how many people grew up with a dream in America of going to the Olympics? I think that's absolutely brilliant. I applaud her. People are mad at her that she did this. I say, you know what? I love it. I got to find an event. DJ Carrot Sticks, we got to find me an event that I can go and compete in. Love you guys. I'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 to 7 p.m. Have a great night everybody
1: the andrea k show is sponsored by andrea k